Earthlings, this is your host Disha welcoming you all to the fifth episode of Astronomy with Disha. This episode is a bit of twist you can say. It's not like the regular episodes that I upload every month. It is not about anything related to space studies or something like that. But you can say it is some sort of related. Okay, confusing. So many of us are interested about space and we want to work in that field when we grow up. Right. But one question that is very common and comes to each of us, each of our mind is that what are the job opportunities that we are going to get when we grow up in this particular field, space studies? So that question came to me too when I was a little girl and hence I decided to share this with you as well. So this portion is going to be divided into two parts, the July release and the August release. And I'm going to talk about all the possible ways of space study, all the possible disciplines and all the possible job opportunities. It's important to know everything about the field we are choosing, especially job opportunities. You obviously won't go into uncertainty. To clarify all your doubts, I came up with this episode. Many of you love biology, have interest in statistics, mathematics, physics, geometry, creative writing or photography or observing or any other thing along with space. So the space is a must here. But you have interest in other things as well. And you wonder that how am I going to be an astronaut or astronomer or astrophysicist or anything of that sort? Because I love, say, photography. Though I like space as well. So this episode will give you the answer all your questions all your doubt and clarify and tell you and make you understand actually how interesting space studies is and how vivid it is so let's dive in Well, I'm going to divide this whole thing into three parts, astronomy, aeronautics and interdisciplinary studies about space, of course. And this time in this episode, the July release to be precise, I'll be mentioning all the job opportunities or the disciplines which you can take up in this space study. And for the next release, I'm going to describe each and every one of them in details, telling you why they are important and what is their significance and why should you take it up. So one clear thing that I hope you have the knowledge about is that you can do BS, that is Bachelor of Science, MS, that is Masters of Science, and then PhD as in general 
Also, if you want to do engineering, you can do that as well in this subject, space science. So you can do both this ways. So both of them have a lot of other interdisciplinary subjects that we are going to talk about in this episode. Let us begin with discipline number one, astronomy. So in astronomy, there are a lot of other interdisciplinary subjects that you can study about based on your choices, preferences, and your likings, of course. So you have the fields of astronomy that is defined by your approach, and you get to study about observational astronomy, astrometry, theoretical astronomy, astrophysics, space plasma physics, orbital mechanics, stellar astronomy, solar astronomy, planetary science, planetary geology, galactic astronomy, extragalactic astronomy, and physical cosmology. These are all the opportunities that you get if you are going to go in the field of astronomy. If you are going for observational astronomy, you get to visit observatories on the ground as well as space observatories to take measurements of celestial entities and phenomena and you get to observe, of course, by the name you can understand that it requires you to observe and obviously to take notes on the same and to later research on that. For astrometry, it is the study of the position and movements of any celestial object. Then you have your theoretical astronomy that is totally based on mathematical modeling of celestial entities and their phenomena. So these are all the fields of astronomy that is defined by approach. And now if you are going in details with the defined by scope, then you get your astrophysics. That is the study of physics of the universe. Then you have your space plasma physics, orbital mechanics, that is also known as astrodynamics. And it's applied in cases of spacecrafts. You have stellar astronomy, that is the study of stars, solar astronomy, study of sun, planetary science, study of planets, especially Planetary science requires you to study the planets that are not Earth, especially other than Earth. Of course, you can study Earth, but that also comes under planetary geology. And for galactic astronomy, it is a study of Milky Way galaxy. Extragalactic astronomy is the study of galaxies that are beyond the Milky Way. And physical cosmology is the study of universe as a whole and that is really really very interesting, mark my words. You are an amateur astronomer when it is your hobby to participate in different imaging celestial objects in the sky using binoculars or telescopes or with naked eye. And your primary goal may not be scientific research, but you get to contribute into monitoring variable stars, double stars, sunspots, 
or anything related to space such as asteroids or discovering anything uh, any phenomena related to astronomy a transient astronomical event such as comets galactic novae or supernovae in a, any other galaxy in the next segment we are going to go deep into the branches of astronomy branches of astronomy we have astrobiology that is the study of evolution of biological systems in the universe i know you all know about this then we have astrophysics i already told you about this and under astrophysics we have many other disciplines that are compact objects physical cosmology quantum cosmology, computational astrophysics, galactic astronomy, high-energy astrophysics, interstellar astrophysics, extragalactic astronomy, stellar astronomy, plasma astrophysics, solar physics, and relativistic astrophysics. I already told you about most of them, but you also do not know about some of them. For example, compact objects. Here you study very dense matter in white dwarfs and neutron stars and their effects on environments including accretion. I told you about accretion in episode 2. If you forgot, then just go back and listen to it. In physical cosmology, you get to study about the origin and evolution of the universe as a whole. The study of cosmology is theoretical astrophysics at its largest scale. In quantum cosmology, you get to study about the cosmology through the use of quantum field theory that explains phenomena like general relativity cannot due to limitations in its framework. Okay, maybe a bit confusing, but in next episode, I'm going to clear all this by going in depth. For computational astrophysics, you get to study about the astrophysics using computational methods and tools to develop computational models. Interesting. Galactic astronomy, interstellar astrophysics, extragalactic astronomy, stellar astronomy, plasma astrophysics, solar physics, you know about all of them. For high energy astrophysics, you get to study the phenomena occurring at high energies, including active galactic nuclei, supernovae, gamma ray bursts, and many others. For stellar astronomy, as I told you, it is concerned with the star formation basically, and their physical properties, their lifespans the stellar evolution and extinction. Yep. Then you have your planetary science. And under planetary science, what is planetary science? I told you already that it's a study of planets, moons, and planetary system. Under planetary science, you have atmospheric science, exoplanetology, planetary formation, planetary rings, magnetospheres, 
planetary surfaces, planetary interoids, and small solar system bodies. You are probably very confusing that so many films, my god, I just thought that only astronomy exists. Okay, no. So for atmospheric science, you can understand that it's the study of atmospheres and weather. For exoplanetology, you also know it that it is the study of planets outside the solar system. Planetary formation, formation of the planets, moons and others. Planetary rings that are the dynamic stability and composition of planetary rings. Magnetospheres is a study of magnetic field of planets and moons. Planetary surfaces is the surface geology of planets and moons. Planetary interiors is the interior composition of planets and moons. And small solar system bodies. It is the study of smallest gravitationally bound bodies, including asteroids, comets, and Kuiper belt objects. And then again, astronomy is divided by general technique for use astronomical researches. I mean all the general used researches and the general techniques used for it. You get here astrometry. I told you that it is the study of positions of objects in the sky and their change of position. Then you have observational astronomy. You already know it. And under observational astronomy, you have radio astronomy. You have infrared astronomy. You have optical astronomy. You have ultraviolet astronomy. You have X-ray astronomy. Gamma ray astronomy. Cosmic ray astronomy. Neutrino astronomy. And gravitational wave astronomy. After all this, you have photometry. That is the study of how bright celestial objects are that pass through different filters. I don't know if uh, in which class you all are in, but if you are in grade 11, you probably read or you are reading about photoelectric effect. So these are connected. You also probably read about all the different rays that are radio, infrared, ultraviolet, X-ray, gamma ray and all this, cosmic ray, these also are related. Then we have our spectroscopy. It is the study of spectra of astronomical objects. And there are also other disciplines that are considered a part of astronomy. They are archaeoastronomy and astrochemistry. So with this you can understand how vivid this subject is. And you know what, if you study this subject in depth or if you are just starting to research on this subject, you will understand that many religions and you can say many other nations, they have their own understanding of space and then you get like Chinese astronomy, you get Greek astronomy, Hebrew astronomy, Indian astronomy, Islamic astronomy, Russian astronomy, 
Egyptian astronomy like that you can see that it is divided in so many places so vivid and so interesting you're going to love this in the next segment we are going to discuss about astronautics astronautics that is the science and engineering or spacefaring and space flight you can say that it is a subset of aerospace engineering that is you know includes atmospheric flight which is very interesting so in the astronautics we have outline of aerospace we have aerospace engineering the one that i told you about and then we have aeronautics and then under that we have space flight human space flight bioastronautics architecture in space life support system space station space habitation module so what you can understand from here is that for example you have interest in architecture So you can do architecture in space you just need to love space and space opens up everything to you everything so from here what we understood is that under the outline of aerospace we have aerospace engineering aeronautics and astronautics and under that we have so many other disciplines So you may ask that what is the difference between space flight and human space flight? Not every space flight includes human beings. And there are many other nations if you look into who never sent a human being in space. For bioastronautics, it is especially an area of biological and astronautical research which encompasses numerous aspects of biological behavioral and medical concern governing humans and other living organisms in space or you can say space flight environment for architecture in space you can understand that of course we have this thought in us that yes one day will come if we are going to live in mars so how is that going to be possible if we do not build anything there so it is the theory and practice of designing and building inhabited environments in outer space for life support system you can understand that it is all about to survive outside the earth space station you all know what it is and that is all in about astronautics and aeronautics Now let us talk about life in space in the next segment. So for life in space we have living organisms in space. And to your surprise we have humans in space but under that we have women in space men in space and then we have animals in space and under that we have 
cat in space, dogs in space, Soviet space dogs in space, mice in space, monkeys and apes in space, tortoises in space. So if you love animals, you can just work in this line and say, for example, they don't have giraffe in space. When you grow up, you will make another discipline that calls giraffes in space, zebras in space, lions in space, tigers in space. If mice in space is possible, if tortoises possible, monkeys and apes possible, then that is also possible. Right. Then we have microorganisms tested in outer space. We have plants in space and let me tell you plants in space this discipline is very interesting you get to grow beautiful plants in any other environment that is not earth how interesting that has a total different feeling you get to say that i planted it and not inside earth I just love this. <laughs> then we have space habitation. Effect of space light on the human body. So effect of the space flight in human body is basically, you know, when you are in this flight, what your body is experiencing. That is venturing into the environment of space that can obviously have negative effects on human body. Like adverse effects of long-term weightlessness include muscle atrophy and deteriorates the skeleton. Also, there are many other significant effects that includes many cardiovascular issues. So studying that too. We have food in space. You know, recently NASA had this competition which required students from different parts of the world but mainly USA to submit some theories on based on what they think is best to consume in space what they think is best for the astronauts and if they are able to prove it NASA promised to arrange for those food items that they suggested for the next space flight yeah so food in space is also a very very interesting topic then one more very interesting thing is medicine in space it is very very necessary as well you have neuroscience in space under that and many other of course you have religion in space that is see something this is so unique you have religion in space I'm sure you never heard of something like that. Religion in space. You have Christmas on the International Space Station. So you can just plan out one beautiful holiday and you just have to execute and see you can go to the outer space to celebrate Christmas. What can be more interesting than that? You have sex in space that determines that how birth is going to be possible in an environment which is not inside earth also you have writing in space i just told you that in the introductory part say for you are interested in creative writing what are you going to do 
So you're going to do this. You're gonna go for writing in space discipline. Several instruments have been used to write in outer space, including different types of pencils and pens. Some of them have been unmodified versions of any writing instruments, and others have been invented specifically to counter the problems with writing in space. So you see how interesting the space studies is very much this is all I had to tell you about the astronautics you get this many fields in it so I have covered almost all of the fields related to space but I just have some of them left so quickly get over with this so for the last few, you have astrobotany, microgy environment research, forensic astronomy, and space archaeology. Also, you have astroanthropology that comes under space-related interdisciplinary fields. This is all about this episode. I hope that you learned something from this and you are confident enough to take up space sciences for your future. All the best. In the very next episode, that is the August release, I am going to go deep into the main important fields that are mainly considered and discuss all about it. much for being here for about half an hour listening to me and I hope that you'll be here for the August release as well. Till then, let's light up the Torah Earthlings. This podcast was brought to you by Disha. Keep an eye for the next episode. Thank you.